tribe and welcome to another episode of What's the Tea? What's the Tea is a podcast where we find out all the hottest tea on motherhood, business, life, careers and everything else in between. Every week we will get to hear from a mother who is absolutely killing it in business, career or both. In today's episode we have our special guest Bibiana who is a wife, mother of four beautiful children, wonderful woman of faith, dentist and a content creator amongst the many different hats she wears. We explore various topics such as various childcare options available to us, how she started her YouTube journey and what that's been like over the years and also what it was like to give birth in the year that was 2020 while she keeps it all the way real which we love on this pod. As always here is a disclaimer that there may be little babies and little ones making special appearances and crying during the episode but we are mothers and we will never let that stop our hustle and flow. Hey lovely mamas, today's episode is brought to you by Tide Business Current Accounts. When I was searching for the best place to open a business current account, I came across Tide and was impressed with the fact that they aim to spark inspiration and encourage people to discover their entrepreneurial spirit. Tide saves people time and money by making it easy for entrepreneurs to start their business and do what they love. Tide is actually the only place in the UK where you can register a limited company and open a business account all in one process and all for free. What's even better is that they cover the £12 incorporation fee with Companies House so you can start your business journey easily with Tide. It's a very simple process that can be done in minutes. Tide business current accounts charge no monthly fees and come with many features to make your life as an entrepreneur easier, such as included account integrations, scheduled payments, and my personal favorite, easy invoicing. I love how I can send, pay, and track invoices through their easy-to-use intuitive system. To start your business with Tide today, visit www.tide.co-start and have a look at the terms and conditions in the show notes. Hi, Vivi. Thank you so much for joining us. Hey, how are you, Tanika? I'm well, I'm well. Despite everything that's going on in the world, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> how are you? I'm good. I'm really excited to be on your show today. Thank you for inviting me. I'm excited. Oh. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate it. So I'm going to go straight in with my this or that question. So we'll give our audience a chance to get to know you a little bit better. Oh, exciting. Okay. All right. First question, chocolate or sweets? Chocolate. Okay. Okay. Beyonce or Kelly? Kelly. Nice. Shoes or bags? Shoes. Oh, you're a shoe girl. Yes. Well, I really struggle because I've got quite large feet. So I like to indulge when I do find a good pair of shoes. I'm not really, because I've got kids. Well, everyone's got kids. I don't know. I've just never been a bag person. Maybe like a rucksack. <laughs> yeah, I love a good a rucksack. Yeah. <laughs> My nappy bag is cute. That's all I need. <laughs> 
this is it once you've got a cute nappy bag you're sorted because you're not taking any other yeah. bag out let's be real exactly <laughs> <laughs> okay fine <laughs> i get it i get it i get why you choose shoes so for your date nights do you prefer a cozy night in or a fun night out fun night out Oh, obviously yeah. obviously prior to prior to lockdown and, and COVID. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Looking forward to date nights outside the house. Yes. Please, <laughs> please, Uncle Bojo, release us. Yeah, so Uncle Bojo, oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've heard him called everything so far. I haven't heard that one. That's awesome. Uncle Bojo, please. We need, we need, we need to be free. Um, no, nah, I'm, I'm just joking. I understand why, why we are in the current lockdown. I mean, let's not even go into that. Let me, let me go to my next question. <laughs> um, Afro beats or slow jams? Afro beats. Okay. Okay. Cool. Your Afro beats gal. Do you prefer the newborn stage or the toddler stage? Oh. Newborn. Newborn. I'm like they can't move, but I feel like I can't sleep. But is that you just know when you leave them, they're still there when you come back. <laughs> I think that's called the stage. If it's silent, there's there's trouble. <laughs> yeah, there's always something going on when it's too quiet. Yeah. Oh, I understand. Okay, perfect. Relaxing holiday or an adventure holiday? relaxing okay so by the beach by the beach at a spa just as long as it's somewhere I'm looking forward to travel traveling to do nothing they probably do it in the same country but there's something about being away and just relaxing that's rest that's what I'm looking forward to so yeah no I I I do enough adventure with my kids where cycling climbing every other place every sport they want to do is an adventure so the concept of a holiday is like rest yeah so okay so more relaxing holidays than an adventure yeah Yeah. understood youtube or instagram youtube yeah i guess as someone who's more into youtube youtube for me yeah youtube it's a tough one. I do like the gram, but I, I prefer YouTube. Okay, that's interesting. And obviously that's kind of where you started mainly, isn't it? On it on YouTube. So Yeah. I mean yeah. it's hard to yeah, it's one of the things that's hard to do and edit and all that stuff. But in terms of like watching and where I enjoy putting my online currency is definitely YouTube. Okay, all right, perfect. Uh, TV on or TV off? TV off. I don't watch TV. <laughs> oh, you don't watch TV? You don't normally have like things off on the background or Netflix? Nah. I don't, I don't watch Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> when people talk about series, I literally have to go and look for it. And then be like, okay, maybe I'll try and watch this one, but I'm really not. Netflix person. Okay. Okay. That's oh gosh, it's so boring. <laughs> no, I'm sure you have a lot of other things to do with your hands full. So I mean, I get it. I get it. You do have four kids, BB. So. <laughs> four man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 
okay, perfect. Thank you so much uh, for answering those questions. Now, would you mind telling us a little bit about yourself, your background, family, what you do, and anything you want our mums and tea, what's the tea audience to know? Okay, my name is Bibiana. I go online as Bibiana Yitty. Um, I guess you've already said you can hear children in the background. I've got my baby who's nursing at the moment. So I've got a four-month-old, four-year-old and seven-year-old twins. Um, so I do, my main job is dentist. So I'm a general dentist and practice genetics. And I also do content creation. I can say on the side, but you know, it's now a, a job as well. So I do both of those, um, mainly YouTube and also Instagram as well for content creation. I prefer content creator rather than that I word that I don't like saying. Um, <laughs> don't worry, you don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. <laughs> um, gosh, I've been married for almost 10 years. <gasps> wow, oh, really? It's almost been 10 years. Ten years, yeah, almost ten years, ten years next year. Um, and yeah, to my amazing husband, also my best friend. And I also do some things in ministry and mentorship, and I'm working on a few projects at the moment and working to create something as well in relation to like ministry and my content creation as well. Oh, that sounds exciting. Soon. You know, you don't want to announce it until it's, you know, it's ready. And that's where I'm at the moment, just working on that in those fringe hours when baby's napping. And hopefully that'll be something that can come out this year. But yeah, Baby Arnietti is where you can find me. That sounds great. And hopefully we'll be hearing a lot more about what you're working on soon. Can't wait to hear more about that. That sounds like something that'd be right up my street. So thank you, thank you. And you're, yeah, so you're a mama for dentist, content creator, mainly on YouTube. And um, you have been married for almost 10 years. I mean, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Amazing, amazing. So my next question is, how easy is it to juggle content creation with your family and your job? I know obviously you're on maternity leave at the moment, mm -hmm. um, but you know, content creation now is probably going to take over because you've got more time. How, how, are you, how are you doing it? I don't know. <laughs> All right, so in terms of juggling, I think for me, it's a lot about having a schedule and a routine. I know it probably seems a bit boring cliche but that's really the only way I can do it especially with like four kids now I think giving yourself a lot of grace helps because with everything going on with this whole new lockdown Uncle Bojo just changing plans last minute for us um I think you just have to be, <laughs> I'm really gonna use that name now you just have to give yourself a lot of grace and be allow some room for flexibility but um for me it's like waking up as early as possible for before the kids wake up to get something done and um it does help now my kids like the twins are around seven now and I give them 
a lot of a lot more responsibility I know many people have seen from the vlogs and a lot of people say oh your, your kids are really mature for their age but we've been giving them like chores and tasks they have timetables um maybe a lot of that you don't see on the vlog so they literally know what they're meant to what time I mean it's not like a military household you can see we're all pretty chilled on the vlogs but for me it just creates a lot of structure and allows us to have more of a calm calm household because I'm all about like having a lot more peace in the household which is hard with four kids but I would say just schedule obviously like Alabama who's four months you can't get a schedule my four-year-old you can't get much of <laughs> a schedule out of him but at least you know you're he's got the older kids train, teaching him and having something written down even if it's like a reward chart for him he just knows okay if I do this by myself I can get for him it's stickers and that can be incentive enough um so making your kids as independent as possible helps as well it helps your load as well um so I think that helps too because I know people say I have four kids but they're pretty good clearing up after themselves you know they've matured quite a bit and then that helps me a lot so I can get some stuff done too that yeah no that's fantastic um I really I really like that you know trying to build sort of independence in your kids um mm. because you know when they get to a certain age you know after five six kind of seven they they obviously that they, they'll always need you but they're not as needy as toddlers are or babies are so it's you know I'm sure they can kind of make themselves a sandwich or you know help with the other little ones because they are a bit older so you know mm. actually when you think about it it's like yeah you you have four kids but they're not all like babies yeah they are, they, you know the twins are older so I guess yeah that would make life a little bit easier just a tiny smidgen just I a little bit I mean they're still young I guess yes. seven but um I guess for anyone with really young ones so the twins were still two when I had my third so I had that three under three phase oh wow and, oh, what was that like that was intense I don't know if that's the best word but it was it was pretty that was probably the hardest season um because yeah that's an age where you've got a newborn you've got very inquisitive two-year-olds you're trying to quote-unquote protect the newborn from the two-year-olds who just want to carry him all the time and they're they're innocent but you have to be careful around them they've got the two-year-olds who are toddlers with their own needs um so that was probably the most challenging time ever and Again, I think that one then just falls down to grace. I didn't put pressure on myself to try and achieve or boss chick too much then. And I think people could tell from my vlogs, they became a lot more raw. And so I think I even edited my working style as well. Like when it comes to YouTube, it's a lot of work editing behind the scenes. And I edit all my own videos myself. But for that season, they just, and to be honest, people liked that part that time. But for that season, I just um, adjusted and my audience were fine with it. The videos weren't coming out as regularly at all. <laughs> there was a big gap. But then, like I said, I adjusted my editing schedule. So it allowed me to still spend more time with my kids, um, which is what I wanted. And even just on the practical level, I would, also, I would say, you know, things like getting help if you can. I think right now it's the most difficult time to get any form of help. 
and the most challenging time because you've got a virus where you have to be careful with even family members helping you and um, let alone external help but hopefully when this all blows over I think there's no harm in looking into things like I've talked about things like au pairs mother's helps um just resources like that because we cannot kill ourselves and um that's really those uh those things are available and they're there and just use wisdom and prayer in I always cover anybody in prayer who's gonna be looking after my kids, whether it's like a childcare nursery setting or getting help in the home. And then, yeah, just doing that as well, because you need, as a mom, you need your own time as well. Um, you can't do everything by yourself. So. Sis, we that made sense. and kill ourselves. <laughs> we cannot. <laughs> We cannot, or we cannot. In this 2021, don't come and kill yourself for anybody. Yeah? <laughs> because this motherhood, if you don't chop it, it will chop you. And exactly. I remember we had a conversation actually about this BB. Mm -hmm. About, you know, um, au pairs, and is that really something that we do in our community as such like you know I, I don't really hear people saying oh you know my nanny or my au pair or and you just think oh okay that's that's oh that's that's must be nice but actually mm. these things are available they are I mean you've got to do whatever works for you and your family right but exactly. you're really looking into sort of the whole au pair kind of thing um no, what, definitely yeah what's that looking like for you right now it's not <laughs> Oh gosh, like, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, because of this um, pandemic. To be honest, even when we got pregnant with Alaba, and that was just like a crazy season, but we thought, okay, that was in January we found out. So we thought, okay, we'll have to look into like a mother's help or a pair to help us. And then boom, COVID hit in like March. And I guess like everyone else, we've just been doing the best we can. But um, yeah, I think when that blows over, it'll just be back on looking like things like agencies I think when that the stage probably we look at more like a mother's help than an au pair for us anyway because yes. they're usually quite young and um we've had that season before but mother's helps to me are a lot more mature and can handle maybe younger kids as well so I guess do what works for you do what works for your budget but it's definitely not I don't think it's one, you know, you hear those comments must be nice. And I don't know, it's one of those eye roll comments because it's not about finances per se. It's just about doing what works for you. Yeah. And what works for your household. Some people yeah. have a mum who can help. Some people don't have a mum who can help. Some people have a husband who's at home a lot. Some people don't. I think as women, if we just evaluate things based on what everyone has on their plate, then we won't be able to judge other people and saying oh you should be able to look after your kids yourself and not realize that other person has other help in the home and people and it's definitely a topic that's interesting but it's a lot it's one that a lot of people don't talk about I think because it's often judged quite a bit yeah um, I'm not out here as women we shouldn't try and be out here trying to be like modern day martyrs like I don't understand that concept yeah um, there's a lot of things I want to and one of them is being present with my kids having a lot of energy for them and being and still being able to work I didn't I'm doing content creation as well but I never really at the moment I don't plan on quitting my dental job as well so that involves me leaving the home 
yeah and all my kids in nursery it's been something I've done before but it's not something I want to do now or anytime in the near future so having someone come in the home is what works for us and what I would want um for my own desires as a parent you know what I think another thing you mentioned before is that like the notion the whole notion of like being a superwoman or being a super mom like I don't personally think it exists because no. there is no perfect mother <laughs> you're a good mom yes you're a good mom you're a good mom to, to you know good woman to yourself a good mother to your children but there's no such thing as a perfect because you can't do it all you literally cannot do it all like we said you can't come and kill yourself because this whole motherhood like, it's so difficult it you know is. if you're not getting the help if you're not reaching out and getting the help that you need it can actually become very very overwhelming and you know by the time you know you've got the whole you know the the, the just the mental load of motherhood right mm. yeah stuff that no one really speaks about the stuff that you know you yeah the things you can't see you know things that definitely don't occur to your to, to your, your husband or your partner if you've got one um then you've got there's cooking there's cleaning there's there's laundry there's everything else you've got to do your job. yeah yeah run your business you know you've got you literally got to do it all and you've got to have a bath before nine o'clock and make sure you're <laughs> all you know sweet and cute for the gram and all of and it's like mm-hmm. no it's no, no no let's not pretend exactly. that that is what actually happens it's not um but yeah no I, I like that you're having these open and honest conversations and you've got to just do what works for you and your family like you said exactly I think for me I didn't want to be you know like I said I work outside the home so um again it's not me compa- I think I'm saying I'm not trying to compare myself who works inside the home someone works outside the home someone who's a stay-at-home mom it's all work mm. and I think at the end of the day if we um I think sometimes people try and put people on the pedestal if they they're like oh you're a working mom in fact some people even don't even say people who do content creation are working moms but that's a working mom as well um, oh yeah yeah mom is a working mom obviously they're different they have different levels of balance that's involved in them and I guess it yeah it all just goes back to doing what works for you and what you envision your motherhood life looking like and yeah. um and what works for your budget and it's that kind of balance that helps you determine how you go forward and what you have peace with and like you said there's a huge mental load that's not seen yeah. and um you know this can even go into things like mental health and we all know at the end of the day if mum is healthy and happy then she's going to be you're going to have a happy healthy child so this notion of grinding culture is something I don't subscribe to at all and I'm always looking for ways to rest I'm always like this year I said I'm going to pursue more self-care it's definitely not something I've been good at because I've never liked asking for help or even looking to get help yeah Um, but you know, a lot has changed now, and I'm not about to compare me who has four kids with someone who has one child, and me then saying, "Oh no, I can do it all by myself because I cannot come and kill myself." That is the phrase for the year. <laughs> you, you actually did a reel on that that had me rolling. Chica, you have you give me the best mummy reels that just <laughs> keep it real but keep it funny. 
because if you don't laugh in this life you'll cry exactly so yeah i'm all about keeping it real and you know keeping it funny at the same time but you know we, we just have to we have to keep it real because i just felt like especially when I, you know, entered the whole motherhood scene and became a mom. I just didn't see much out there that just looked like what I was doing or just looked like mm-hmm. what was actually going on in my home, in my household. So I was like, no, I know I'm not the only person going through all of these things. Mm-hmm. And I just want to make sure that my content reflects what a lot of other people clearly are going through in their homes as well. So I'm happy mm-hmm. you can relate and that, and you know, you're finding the, the content great. I really appreciate that. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So my next question is actually about, you know, kind of content. Like you mentioned you do more of like YouTube. Um, how did you first get into YouTube? I mean, you have a really good following on YouTube and you've been doing it for a while. I feel like before YouTube was kind of a thing on and you know, popular popping, you were on YouTube. So how did you first get into it? Tell us. And I think your because your wedding was on there, right? Yes, um, okay, so I haven't been doing it that long. Our wedding was, yeah, like I said, we're almost 10 years. But our wedding, that was really random. That was just a TV show, not a TV show, BBC, who approached my wedding planner and she picked us out of her bride to be on the show. And it was, it's a long story, but it went back and forth. My husband was like, no, I'm not doing this, I'm not doing this. <laughs> but, <laughs> in the end, we ended up doing it. And to be honest, I think that's where a lot of people kind of recognize me from later, but I didn't start YouTube for a few years afterwards. Okay. Um, yeah, so the show went on TV and then I only had like a Facebook following, but I still kept my Facebook quite private. And then we had the twins, but before then I used to record stuff anyway, just to myself. My husband used to see me just filming and talking to myself because I watched, what was I watching? I remember I just saw a few random YouTubers back in the day who were doing those kind of vlog things but it's still very strange to do and then I think the twins were maybe like two or something and then I said you know what I said, I'm gonna do it I'm just gonna vlog and I just vlogged us at home and um, like you I like to just keep it really real I think people just had this perception of because she's a dentist because she's this she's probably acts a certain way and I think people are really surprised to just see um just I keep it real we live very simple I think quite simple modest lives um and obviously where people are faith and I wasn't ashamed to share that as well and I think it just kind of grew from there and like and the following just came from other mums I mean there's still some dads who follow as well because my husband he has his moments where he's really into it and chatty and other moments where he's just like I guess typical dad where it's like what on earth is this but he supports me um 110 which I love um but yeah it's just nice to connect with other mums and just get this a different community on YouTube I feel and then I'm not sure if I then did Instagram later because I used I don't know if anyone remembers my original page it was my husband and kids <laughs> that's what my channel was called and my um Instagram was called really (laughs) yeah (laughs) because well that one was based off my wife and kids because I really love that show so I just thought oh okay I'll just create a spin off it because even then my YouTube was quite light-hearted and funny um well a lot of people say it was funny I thought it was funny um because even though we had twins and we weren't pulling our hair out 
maybe internally we were, but we just, it was one of those <laughs> you still laugh, you'll cry. Yeah. So we just had fun with it. And um, yeah, and to think we started with the twins and now we have four. And yeah, I've had gaps in between there. Probably had like maternity leave length gaps on my YouTube channel where I've not posted in like a year <laughs> or longer. Um, but Which you're allowed to do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. But um, yeah, I think that's just really outside. I did one vlog and I guess with YouTube, you just it's just about trying it. And I tried it and it was popular and... I just had a really nice community on there, which I still do. There's people who've been there right from the beginning. And it's nice because I recognize like names of subscribers who pop up in the comments. And I really just love the community that's on there. And to me, it was a like an outlet as well. So it was one of those things, maybe almost like a self-care thing yeah. for me, editing videos. It might seem like torture for other people, but I loved it. I could be up all night for hours editing all my videos um, and just, creating that storytelling element it was very different it is still very different to Instagram as well mm. and um, yeah just creating a short film of my life and it allowed me as well to be self-reflective in the moment of what I was doing um and like I said just to connect with other mums and just keep it real and here and I get tips from other people I might do something someone in the comments will be like oh baby Anna maybe you should try this and um yeah, it's always gone. Yes, trolls came later on, as they do with growth, but it was nice at the beginning and still is now where I'm able to share and receive back from my um, subscribers as well. That's amazing. I love to hear of the, you know, the the journey. You know, it's it was like you did the BBC thing, but the YouTube didn't come until later and then Hobby was completely against it. But now if you look at the videos, like... I think he kind of, he steals the show, let's be real. <laughs> exactly. I always tell him, like, you know, a lot of people are commenting on you, and he's like, really? And he doesn't know, I think he just doesn't know he's doing it because he's just is in the background and would just say something, but he knows it's going in the vlog. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be his mate who message him, like, dude, I saw you on your child, your wife's channel, you're really good. He's like, what? <laughs> no, I mean, that's amazing. It's amazing how, you know, to see your journey and to see just how much you've grown over the years. And then I remember, I think it, gosh, was it last year, two years ago? Um, you know, when you did the YouTube Black, and I was like, ah, my girl's made, did you know? Wow, she's in her whole YouTube in the headquarters. I was like, that is, that is, honestly, it's amazing. Like, to see that you've made so much impact um, and to be called on such a, a high stage, you know, you just think, what was that like for you? Honestly, that was just like the grace of God because I don't know what someone messaged me saying, Oh, have you heard of YouTube next up? And I hadn't even heard of it before. And she goes, Oh, you should apply, you should apply. If you've got over 10,000 followers, you should apply. And I kept on thinking, Oh, I'm sure I didn't have 10,000 followers. And I went to check and I think I had like 10,001 or something. Um, I just hit 10,000. So it was literally like the night before the deadline I was like oh let me just try this I just typed something and sent it off didn't even tell my husband I was like wow imagine um, yeah because you don't just think I thought I wouldn't get it and then ended up getting an email shortly after just saying oh we really loved you we want your shortlisted or something and then for it was like oh you guys have won um you're coming down to YouTube headquarter and it was me but my husband was invited as well so I told him 
I remember him saying, oh, well done to me. I was like, no, no, it's us. And he goes, we? Because this was involved in taking time off work. And um, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he helps me in YouTube. Like he, he, he does YouTube like his date, like around his life. So when he finishes his nine to five, you'll see him in the morning and the evening. But um, it was a big commitment for him to think, oh, take off a week off work. Um, and not only that, we had a holiday booked as well, like um, a family holiday booked for, at that time, it was five of us. Oh, wow. And we cancelled that. And he was a, he was okay with cancelling. I think that's when, I mean, my husband, like I say, has always supported me. And I think that's the other thing, just having someone who really believes in you helps mm. as well. Mm. Um, so for him to do that just meant a lot to me. And he supported me. He came along to the next up and even he took an even bigger role in it as well because we were taught so many tips on YouTube but yeah winning that was I guess for me a kind of like um just a real wow god you really see what we've been doing and he's been blessing it and it was just a moment where we could just oh I'm trying to find the words but we were just really really grateful I think that's grateful for our subscribers for their support because we know people know we wouldn't be here if it wasn't for other people um subscribing to our channel um and I remember saying um I want to see no he said to me I want to see what happens if you don't give up and yeah that's like a key phrase for us and that's what happened we don't yeah things that can happen and I say YouTube is a slow, well, anything in content creation, it can be a very slow journey. It can seem like it's slow, but the 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 method is consistency. But yeah. I guess being a mum, you just have to accept that that might be a struggle. I mean, even I struggle with consistency um, over the years. But just being authentic is number one. I think that comes before consistency. And the consistency yeah. will come, children will get older, or something will happen, will help your routine. But as long as you can stay authentic to who you are, um, that's all I believe um, my followers, subscribers enjoy watching in me, that I just try and, as much as possible and do just keep it real. Um, as real as you can within boundaries and all that stuff, but just, you know, be real with people and they will respect that and they will appreciate that because um, there's enough like fake stuff online <laughs> wow don't we know it girl don't we know it don't we know it don't we know it, don't we know it? like I, I just feel like yeah right now there's like a huge kind of conversation on how kind of really fake social media is becoming and people are just like so tired of it and bored of it and I completely understand you know so I, I read uh, a meme I think um not too long ago and it really stuck out to me that because of because of social media people have seen images uh, of perfection for so long that when they look at themselves and mm. their own you know just normal lives they don't think it's good enough because they're so used to seeing something that's perfect and i was mm -hmm. like yeah that is so true so yeah i mean yeah of course you put your best foot forward on 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 social media but you can still be your authentic self as well and people will always kind of draw to you um mm -hmm. I mean you you mentioned so many good points there and you know about not giving up as well um my one of my favorite quotes is look when you're tired you don't quit you rest you don't give up that like, don't give up you actually don't know 
like what's round the corner literally sometimes it can be round the corner that you know that you're you could be two sleeps away from success and they say it takes what 10 years to become a success yeah so sometimes it is you know just it might be a slow burner but keep keep at it keep at it keep at it keep at it because you just don't know when 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 things are gonna are, are gonna look up and then when god's gonna just take it into a new direction so yeah exactly. and i really appreciate you for for sharing that um yeah really really useful and i guess you kind of answered my next question which is good as well two birds one stone we like that you know <laughs> is, um you know as a content creator what advice would you have for anyone out there who might be thinking of going down the same route but i think you've literally already covered that in terms of you know being consistent and being authentic like literally those are i think the most important things right yep um um, yeah, it's consistent CQC, consistent quality content. Hmm, did you learn that on YouTube? I'm sure I learned it somewhere. <laughs> so, I'm not sure if I can take credit for that, but um, that's always been in my head. Still working on the consistent part, but I'm I'm always intentional about the quality. And I guess authentic isn't in there, but I've said it enough times. It's and even though I, we don't, I don't like the I word. Maybe it is what it is, and this we do accept the title we've been given. The only truth in that is that we have to realize we are influencing other people. Mm. And with that great power comes great responsibility and we have yeah. to take that role seriously, especially as I guess this podcast goes, we're mothers as well. And I cannot look at myself and be a mother and think the kind of role model I want to be to my children and know I'm intentionally influencing them how much more am I influencing other people and what I would do to them, I wouldn't want to do to other people. So you wouldn't want to go out there and influence people and give a perception of perfection or start causing harm. mental health yeah. harm yeah. by what we're putting out. So I know it's hard as influencers, with, but there has to be an element where we take some responsibility as well of what we're putting out. And um, that's definitely been something I... I'm always trying to be cautious about um yeah yes we can't control what people think hence there's trolls as well um but we have to know to us in our heart as well if we're content with what we're putting out if it's a true reflection of who we are and who um and the effect we know it might have on other people and I think as long as we keep that in the forefront you'll be successful and you'll you'll sleep well at night knowing what you're doing and putting out into the world is um, benefiting people, blessing people, adding value to them. And um, you're fulfilling your purpose and your calling as well. Yes. Then the, the profit will come. That's always yes. last in my opinion. It will come. If you, um, you don't need to chase it. it chase you as long as you're doing the right thing. Amen. No, no you're really preaching to me right now. Like, <laughs> this is, this is... really? Oh gosh. <laughs> This is it. No, no. Honestly, I wish you could. Yeah, no, I wish you could see my face. I'm just like, yes. I'm, you're giving me. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Sorry, I think I was cutting you in. No, no, it's fine. Um, I think just one thing is, I was trying, for especially like new moms as well. Um, with social media, just having they, you know, they don't know what's going on. They're still in their early stage as well. 
of learning motherhood and stuff so for me I was with my content a lot of things I'm trying to do now is God's put on my heart this kind of mentorship role as well um not in my content and even in like a ministry element as well and I'm just praying for grace and time to be able to do it because you know hands are full at the moment but um that's definitely something caught on my heart because I feel like there's there's this there's not enough older people I don't think I'm old yet but um I definitely have a lot of gratitude for I'm definitely blessed with some of the older people who've helped me in my life just taught me a few things along the way and I I wanted to create something where there is that kind of platform where younger people can have older people um older mentors godly mentors women who've been there experienced to just help them along the way mm. um, I think that's so important and even now a lot of mums we want to do a lot there's definitely something once we've had kids this desire to achieve and then um, follow our dreams more. I think that's definitely something motherhood brought out more in me like um it's about sometimes you feel like you can't do anything but then there's this drive and hunger and, and I see it a lot in our, our community as well which I love to just you know go out there and achieve and be successful and mm. um, I always say balance that with grace and um you know the key part is just to do things bit by bit there's so many moms who try and achieve all their goals in that newborn baby year stage and it's actually okay to just take a little break rest take time to hear what god is saying to you about the next step because the thing is direction can change with motherhood even though the destination will still be the same yes yeah that's a really good point yeah, that's a really, really good point. I really like that. I think it's important that, you know, we are, you know, kind of passing the baton and making sure yeah. that, you know, what's what's the, the good the good and the bad, but mostly the good is kind of, you know, brought down, if you like, and making sure that, you know, the next generations are kind of not not suffering or not not blindsided, if you like, because for me, of course, I've seen my mum, uh, but she was a single parent. So, mm. and I and I'm you know I'm married, and I think sometimes it's difficult for me to. Uh, God, how what am I trying to say here? I think I know my I, what all I've known is my mum being a single parent. So mm. maybe if I had somebody as a mentor who was maybe married or maybe a mum as well, that might help me in where I am right now. And um, because it's sometimes it can be really difficult when you're just like, oh gosh, I just want to speak to somebody who kind of gets it. And I think even with motherhood as well, that's kind of part of the reason why I created Mums and Tea because I just wanted to be around people that kind of got it. I just wanted yeah. to be around people that you know, understood what I was going through and, and like-minded people and people that, you know, that, yeah, just, just get it. That's the only way I can really say to people that just get it and can really help you in your journey. So yeah, all those things are super, super important. I, I completely agree with you. Um, so I just want to say thank you to you as well, Tanika, for what you, for what you're doing, not only with like the 5X More movement, but also with your platform, Mums and Tea. Um, I know that God is going to richly bless it and it's doing so much in our community and I don't think you even realize how much of a blessing it is even to me it's not even like a first time mum which is probably what you originally thought it would help new mums but it's going beyond that and I'm just really proud of you so, whether it's on or off I just want to say it because I'm really really proud of what you're doing I 
I found some old pictures of us together. I don't know if you know how long we've known each other. Um, it's been quite a few years. We met, we probably weren't even close then, but I just found an old picture of us and I thought, wow, Tanika's come so far and I'm so, so proud of you. She oh, kept it real. Thank you. Oh, don't. Oh, oh don't. I'll, I'll actually cry because I'm super emotional these days. Please. Oh, bless you. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. I think yeah it, 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 something something just happens when you finally just kind of walk in your purpose you know and mm. for me I'm more than just a mum but motherhood is such a big important part of my life and bringing mums together and just everything to you know everything to do with motherhood I'm just so I don't know I feel like God's just called me to do it and now I'm here and I'm doing it and it's and you know yeah I, I God, I can't even articulate myself properly, but there's oh, just okay. something in it. And yeah, um, I, I can't see myself doing anything else. Honestly, I can't because through Mums and Tea, I've birthed five times more. I've birthed learning with airs and who knows what mm -hmm. else is coming in store in terms of helping mums, helping our community, helping it. Yeah, it, it really does. It, it means a lot to me. And, and, and I'm just so grateful that, I, I'm able to even help you, your mum of four, and you know sometimes you you look at content and be able to relate or you know just yeah. It, oh, my heart. Oh, I'm so <laughs> thank you. <laughs> okay, so Bibiana, you gave birth to baby Alaba in 2020. What's it been like adjusting to becoming a mother of four in these strange times? I mean it's been really challenging um I guess for a lot of us in these times four has been something I think we always wanted at least three children yeah and then having four was a a bit of a surprise but a pleasant one 2020 yeah. baby <laughs> um <laughs> but I would say it's just been a season where we've just Thank God for family and friends. And like I said, just checking in on friends has been really important that people have checked in on us, how we're doing, as we've been doing to other people as well. And a lot of it's just going through and just being grateful that we're here, kind of thing. Um, finding out I was pregnant just before the pandemic, was it went from super excited to just all the fear and everything that happens when March hit. And I was actually working up until then. And, and they had to go into shielding so I stopped working very early just oh, because wow, of really? just, yeah because my profession obviously as a dentist it's very hard to in that in that you know when it was in March and everyone if you touched anything if you touch the door handle you thought you catch COVID yeah yeah um, so doing what I was doing was not really recommended at all I think Boris had even told pregnant women he put us in the same category as the elderly. Mm -hmm. Once he added pregnant women to that category, I just spoke to my boss and even she recommended that, you know, probably wasn't best. Even she wasn't comfortable working at that period, let alone me being pregnant. Um, so yeah, I took what could be called early maternity leave. I'm self-employed, so, you know, it is what it is when you decide to stop working early. Um, but no, I couldn't be more grateful because in a way, it's the opportunities I never knew would come from it. You know, my husband working from home, he's never worked from home before. 
Mm. And so being there through the whole pregnancy, I mean, I was expecting his usual two weeks off. So it's one of those things where it was scary, but at the same time, it was kind of pandemic that brought our family closer together. Yes. Yeah. And one of those ways as well, it's a pandemic that forced you to stay at home. And there's not many pandemics like that. So it was an interesting one because now my older kids could see the whole journey. They were taking off school as well. So having doing that early homeschooling back in last spring while being heavily pregnant. That's even when their teachers found out pregnant, see me wobble around in the background on the Zoom chats. <laughs> it was like, what, you're pregnant? Um, so yeah, it's that balance between fear, but obviously, you know, just knowing we walk by faith and not by sight and just holding on to prayer during that season, but then also realizing, putting things in perspective that, you know, we are safe at home and, um, yeah, so it's a very strange time, I guess for you as well, giving birth in that season. It's one of the things that's hard to explain because at the same time we were home and there were just so many beautiful blessings in it. Yeah. Um, that I guess your, was your partner husband at home as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. My husband was home. I think for us, you know, it has, it has its pros and cons. It was very scary, obviously, giving birth. Um, Eden was born in April so you know oh, March wow. times like you were just saying you know March it was like oh Covid we don't know what really knows yeah. but it's you know really scary you don't want to go out you don't want to touch anyone you don't want to see anyone mm-hmm. and lockdown happened so she was born like right in the thick of lockdown and yeah it was just yeah it was really it was, it was a really difficult time she didn't see yeah. any of our family any of our family exactly uh, that was it three months um you know and you know that was even that period was quite hard as well you know you know us Nigerians you know there'll always be people around the house people be cooking for you mm-hmm. you know you're kind of waited on um loads which that in itself can be quite stressful let's not lie when you've just had a baby and everyone's kind of like pandering over you but it's a good kind of stress because you know people yeah. care and you know and and it's you know there's so many hands with the baby you're just like oh okay cool I'll just feed and try and sleep um, but I didn't get any of that. And I guess where I've got something to compare it to with Ezekiel, I just felt like, oh gosh, this is just so different. But yeah. No, you know, there. Having that comparison helped. And um, yeah. same thing, my mother-in-law has been there for every, almost every birth. Yeah, wow. she's come down for every birth. So she was meant to come, but obviously like Nigeria and flights and no one was crossing any borders at that time. Yeah. Um, that was a real challenge and yeah like you said we're used to that kind of having that support the first few weeks um so that wasn't there and then having older kids at home as well and maybe like the homeschooling as well it was it was a crazy time because my youngest was just starting reception as well so it's that to be excited for him prepare for him to start reception being heavily pregnant getting the twins ready for key stage two and knowing that I could give birth any time in this pandemic and losing out on the prenatal care was a bit upsetting as well but then again we're not first-time mums so I was always grateful I had that memory before from and the experience from that before and going to scans alone was probably one of the most upsetting parts yes because I think that for me hurts the most because they changed the rules so many times even to the point where they sent us a letter saying my husband could come because right. you know the government was getting a lot of flack for what they were doing with mm. leaving women to go 
And then when he came with me, they changed the rule again that day. So he had to stay outside. No way. Fortunately, he saw one, yeah, he saw one scan. And then after that, they just went back and forth. And um, well, for me, I ended up having a C-section and that in itself was a very different experience and mm. for another day. So I've actually vlogged my birth before. So my third child, when I, so the twins were already born when I started YouTube, but when I had my third, I vlogged it on YouTube, the video right. was up, yeah. being a YouTuber. <laughs> um, <laughs> but this one, a lot of people have been like, oh, where's the vlog, where's the vlog? And it's, this one's a different story. It's a pandemic, it was a birth that was another story, quote unquote, traumatic, and that's a whole new thing as well. And um, yeah, it was just a very different experience. And to do all that in a pandemic, it was, it was overwhelming yeah one is keeping it real we want to be positive but it was overwhelming I'm sure for you as well there's this element of gratitude but just overwhelm yeah no 100 100 and and, and actually I've, I've I've not ever shared this before but um you know they, there's three scans so the the final scan at the end uh towards the end anyways of, of uh that was when that you know they changed the rules and you know you couldn't have any partners so he went alone and oh god how scary that was because the they the lady me measured um uh you know what what we now know to be eden but i, I didn't know i was having a boy or a girl at the time but you know she met she she measured baby's head and she was like oh baby's head is measuring really small i'm gonna have to get my my, my uh superior to come and look in it and all of that and i was just crying i was like uh -huh. I was panicking i was like what does it mean if a baby's head measures small and you know dr google worst worst place ever mm -hmm. I was oh my God. and i was just so scared i was crying i was like oh my god like, it was just yeah it was really and, and to be alone as well that was just very very mm -hmm. hard and uh, yeah and i think even just forget even just giving birth i feel like just the after bit as well like I've kind of briefly touched on it in terms of like just not having support from family but even not being able to go to play dates not being able to like mm -hmm. for me I'm just very active I'm just you know very much I can't stay in the house I've got my own events I want to go to other people's events I've got you know <laughs> people go soft play like I just wanted to make the most of my maternity which is what I did with Ezekiel but I I haven't I haven't done that with Eden, you know, she's barely, she's barely gone out, <laughs> she, she hasn't, yeah. she's just gone to, you know, his <laughs> house and she's, she's been, you know, when I drop Ezekiel at nursery, she comes with me, but she's never, she doesn't know there's a whole world outside there, she just literally knows us and these four walls of this house, she's been in lockdown mm. for most, major she's been in most lockdown, her life, right? <laughs> yeah. more, more months of her life, she's been in lockdown for over half of her life and she doesn't know that there's a world out there and then when she is in the world that's out there everyone's wearing masks so you just mm. think, gosh what kind of effect will this actually have on our children like the children like 2020 babies um yeah it's just yeah it's you know things like things that i think about but we still have to be grateful i know but you know still we can still have a little bit of a moan can't we because it's like oh, it's just so different you know so so different mm -hmm. I sure is. Yeah. Sure is. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you as well for sharing your experience. Yeah, gosh, that was yeah, that was that was really something. Um <laughs> uh yeah. It's emotional, isn't it? 
yeah very emotional very very emotional I remember because I had to like literally seek a second opinion and like send the scan results off to somebody else and it was just a really stressful time and I just I did it mostly by myself because you know Mm -hmm. no you can't have anybody else um coming in with you so that was just that was awful that was really really not not cute not cute so I can't even imagine what it's like for people who are doing it all right now so I'm gonna move on to um the next part of the podcast we usually answer a dilemma but I actually wanted to use this time to spread some positivity and any words of encouragement for anyone listening out there in the middle of yet another lockdown just to give yourself a lot of grace um and one a bad moment doesn't make a bad mother and when it comes to wanting to achieve all these goals in the early days just remember that you just have to take things one step at a time so many of us moms especially new moms trying to achieve everything in that newborn baby stage because of what we're seeing online and everything but it's actually okay to take a little break and rest take that time out to hear from god to speak to you about that next step because direction can change with motherhood, even though the destination is actually still the same. That's beautiful. That's really, really beautiful. I really like that. So some words of encouragement, just to echo what you said about resting, you know, resting at any point in time that you can, because right now it's difficult. Yeah, we've we've never been in this kind of situation before. And it's overwhelming. Sometimes it can be quite scary. At times it feels like it's just we're, do, we're all doing trial and error and we're trying to see what works best for our family and things are changing mm-hmm. all the time. Um, so rest. Rest and self-care. I yeah. guess I'm not sure if I mentioned that bit as well, but I know yeah. it's a big topic now, but um, I think for me, it, it always seemed a bit cliche as well, but yeah. I there's nothing like this pandemic to really throw you into the realization is self-care mental health it's so so important I'm glad it, it's becoming a huge topic now especially amongst our community as black people because it never was before yeah I don't know if it was especially like my parents generation it wasn't really talked about and things like therapy the postpartum season is a whole new ball game that needs to be um you know, I feel like this thing that they're, you know, there's all the support when you're pregnant and you're about to have the baby and once you have the baby, it's kind of like you're on your own and it's yeah. hard enough even pre-pandemic. I can imagine what mothers, I know even what I went through and I'm the first time mum. I can imagine what other mums are going through um, postpartum and yeah. the time. So just checking on your friends, checking on your friends after they've had the baby um, and on yourself just do that self-care knowing that it's not selfish that you can't pour from an empty cup and taking care of yourself doesn't mean me first it means me too yes yes if yes oh my gosh wow taking care of yourself doesn't mean necessarily mean me first it means me too i like that and i think but you know what sometimes it i think as mothers we also have to be okay with saying me first because sometimes Mm -hmm. we pour and pour and pour and pour and pour into everyone else but ourselves and then we're left thinking oh gosh 
okay, now I can now I can have some scraps of food or now I can mm. have quickly, you know, scoff something down and do something else for someone else. And actually sometimes, you know, I think it's like the the analogy of, you know, if when a plane's going down, you put your own life life vest on first before you help yeah. out. Um, yeah. You forget to do that as mothers too. Um, yeah. so it's just that it's not selfish. I think it's, it's not. Just, yeah. It's not. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely not selfish to to think about yourself as a mother. It's, it's hard, you know. I think by nature you just want to, you know, do everything and, and be everything for for, for everyone, um, your 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 partner, your your children, and, and 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 everyone else. You know, be the good friend, be the good employee, be the good employer if that's the case. So be, you know, just be the good daughter, be the good wife, but actually be good to yourself. You mm. know. Um, whatever that may look like for you, even yeah. if you're sitting down watching Netflix when the kids are, you know, sleeping and scoffing a whole pack of biscuits, you know, doing something. Or ice cream. <laughs> My reel about ice cream. I was like, have to. Or ice cream. Literally. Um, it's just, it is, it is, it is a strange time, but, you know, finding a little pockets of joy um, mm. and, you know, meditating or praying if you are somebody of faith. Um, yeah. Doing things, Both. yeah. Doing things that help keep you um, in a good, positive mindset and, you know, just protecting your energy as well. Mm. Protecting your energy, protecting your peace, protecting your mind. Um, so yeah, in terms of words of encouragement, I, I also believe, you know, one thing that keeps me going is knowing that it's not going to be like this forever mm, perspective yeah yeah this is all, all be, you know <laughs> a season it's lasted for a very long season thank you uncle <laughs> <You're right. laughs> it's, it's coming up to a year now come on <laughs> it's meant to be three months <laughs> but, <laughs> but we can we can see the end is in sight with yeah that scene and all the talk going on um, yeah yeah things things will get worse before it gets better no i can yeah. completely understand that but yeah just knowing is it's, it's not going to be like this forever and 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 somewhere soon you know new normal or old normal or whatever it's going to look like um okay. will come it will come um and before you know it, our kids will be writing about this in their history GCSE papers. <laughs> in it, yes. <laughs> it's one for the books, isn't it? It's definitely one for the books. We're making history right now. Yeah. Wow, what an amazing episode. Thank you so much, BB. This has been really, really, really fun. Thank you for having me tonight. This is amazing. I feel really fortunate to have been on your show and thank you so much for having me thank you thank you so let our listeners know where they can find you on all your platforms please Bibiana Yeti pretty much everywhere so that's I guess you've got it written down do I need to spell it no yeah. no 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 need to spell it I will yeah. <laughs> um, definitely link it in the show notes I'll put it on Instagram I'll tag you and everything but yeah Bibiana Yeti um yeah. on all platforms make sure you follow her she's got a really good youtube really good instagram are you on anywhere else you're not on twitter are you not really i probably yeah. not with on this yeah it's just 
Um, sorry, Bibiana Yitty on Instagram, Bibiana Yitty on Bibiana Yitty vlogs on YouTube is my personal channel. Uh huh. We do have like a, a family spin off the personal channel or working on something separate, and we just use like the hashtag the Bee House family for that. If I do like family focused content, but um, my mummy and personal brand stuff is Bibiana Yitty. Perfect. So, guys, make sure you give her a follow and thank you very much for listening. See you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode, which is in loving memory of Nanette Bernard Hesse. We will be back next week with another episode of What's the Tea?